0: The initial dream, the day after Henry's first visit to me, he had the following dream. I was on an excursion with a group of people I did not know. We were going to the Zinal Rothorn. Rothorn. We had started from Stamaden. We only walked about an hour, because we were to camp and have some theatricals. I was not given an active part. I especially remember one performer, a young woman in a pathetic role, wearing a long flowing robe. It was midday, and I wanted to go on to the past. As all the others preferred to remain, I went up alone, leaving my equipment behind. However, I found myself right back in the valley and completely lost my orientation. I wanted to return to my party, but did not know which mountainside I should climb. I was hesitant about asking. Finally, an old woman showed me the way I must go. Then, I ascended from a different starting point than our group had used in the morning. It was a matter of making a turn at the right altitude and then following the mountain slope to return to the party. I climbed along a cogwheel mountain railway on the right side. On my left little cars constantly passed me, each containing one hidden bloated little man in a blue suit. It is said, they are dead. I was afraid of other cars coming from behind and kept turning around to look, so as not to be run over. My anxiety was needless. At the point where I had to turn off to the right, there were people awaiting me. They took me to an inn. A cloud burst came up. I regretted that my equipment, my rucksack, and my motorbike were not there, but I was told not to get them till next morning. I accepted the advice. Dr. Jung assigned great importance to the first dream in an analysis, for according to him, it often has an anticipatory value. A decision to go into analysis is usually accompanied by an emotional upheaval that disturbs the deep psychic levels from which archetypal symbols arise. The first dreams therefore often present collective images that provide a perspective for the analysis as a whole and can give the therapist insight into the dreamer's psychic conflicts. What does the above dream tell us of Henry's future development? We must first examine some of the associations that Henry himself supplied. The village of Samaden has been the home of Jurg Jenach, a famous 17th century Swiss freedom fighter. The theatricals called up the thought of Goethe's Wilhelm Meisters, Lecherjacher, which Henry liked very much. In the woman he saw a resemblance to the figure in a painting called The Island of the Dead by the 19th century Swiss artist Arnold Böcklin. The wise old woman, as he called her, seems to be associated on one hand, his analyst, on the other to a charwoman in J. B. Priestley's play They Came to a City. A cog- the cogwheel railway reminded him of the barn with battlements that he had built as a child. One of Henry's childhood memories involves a crescent roll which he drew top left, Center the same shape on a modern Swiss bakery sign. The crescent shape has been linked with the moon and thus with the feminine principle, as in the crown left of the goddess Ishtar of third century before Christ Babylon. The dream describes an excursion, a sort of walking tour, which is a striking parallel to Henry's decision to undertake analysis. The individuation process is often symbolized by a voyage of discovery to unknown lands. Such a voyage takes place in John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress or in Dante's Divina Commedia*. The traveler in Dante's poem Searching for a Way comes to a mountain that he decides to climb, but because of the three strange animals, a motif that will also appear in one of Henry's later dreams, he is forced to descend into the valley and even into hell. Later he ascends again to purgatory and finally reaches paradise. From this parallel one could deduce that there might be a similar period of disorientation and lonely seeking in store for Henry. The first part of his life journey represented as climbing a mountain offers ascent from the unconscious to an elevated point of view of ego for example, to an increased consciousness. Samaden is named as the starting point of the excursion. This is where Genach, whom we may take as embodying the freedom-seeking sense within Henry's unconscious, started his campaign for the liberation of the a <coughs> region of Switzerland from the French. Genach, had other characteristics in common with Henry. He was a Protestant who fell in love with a Catholic girl. And like Henry whose analysis was to free him from his mother ties and from fear of life, jenach also fought for liberation. One could interpret this as a favorable augury for the success of Henry's own fight for freedom. The goal of the excursion is the Zinal Rothorn, a mountain in Western Switzerland that he did not know. The word rot, red in Zinal Rothorn, touches on Henry's emotional problem. Red is usually symbolic of feeling or passion. Here it points to the value of the feeling function, which was insufficiently developed in Henry. And the word horn reminds one the crescent role in the baker's shop of Henry's childhood. Associations produced by Henry to his first dream above Island of the Dead by the 19th century Swiss artist Arnold Böcklin write a scene from the 1944 London production of J.B. Presley's They Came to a City which concerns the reactions of a group <coughs> of people from many walks of life to an ideal city. One of the central characters is a chairwoman left of picture. After a short walk a halt is called and Henry can return to a state of passivity. This also belongs to his nature. The point is underlined by the theatricals attending the theatre which is uh, an imitation of real life. Is a popular way of evading an active part in life's drama. The spectator can identify with the play yet continue to pander to his fantasies. This kind of identification permitted the Greeks to experience catharsis, much as the psychodrama initiated by the American psychiatrist J. L. Moreno is now used as a thera- therapeutic aid. Some such process. may have enabled henry to undergo an inner development when his associations raised memories of wilhelm meister gus's story uh, story of the maturing of a young man that henry should have been impressed by the romantic appearance of a woman is also not surprising this figure resembles henry's mother and is at the same time a personification of his own unconscious feminine side. The connection Henry makes between her and Boklin's Island of the Dead points to his depressive mood, so well expressed by the painting, which shows a white-robed priest-like figure steering a boat bearing a coffin toward an island. We have here a significant double paradox. The keel of the boat seems to suggest a contrary course away from the island, and the priest is a figure of uncertain sex. In Henry's associations, the figure is certainly hermaphroditic. The double paradox coincides with Henry's ambivalence. The opposite and his soul are still too undifferentiated to be clearly separated. After this interlude in the dream, Henry suddenly becomes aware that it is noon and he must go on so he again starts for the pass a mountain pass is a well known symbol for a situation of transition that leads from an old attitude of mind to a new one Henry must go alone it is essential for his ego to surmount the test unaided thus he leaves is kept behind, an action that signifies that his mental equipment has become a burden, or that he must change his normal way of going about things. But he does not reach the past, he loses his bearings and finds himself back in the valley. This failure shows that while Henry's ego decides on activity, his other psychic entities, represented by the other members of the party, remain in the old state of passivity and refuse to accompany the ego. When the dreamer himself appears in a dream, he usually represents only his conscious ego. The other figures stand for his more or less unknown unconscious qualities. Henry is in a situation where he is helpless yet ashamed to admit it. At this moment he meets an old woman who indicates the right way to him. He can do nothing but accept her advice. The helpful old woman is a well-known symbol in myths and fairy tales for the wisdom of the eternal female nature. The rationalist Henry hesitates to accept her help because such acceptance requires a sacrificium intellectus, a sacrifice or discarding of a rational way of thought. This demand will often be made of Henry in later dreams. Such a sacrifice is unavoidable. It applies to his relationship with the analysis as well as with everyday life. He associated the figure of the old woman to the charwoman in Presley's play about a new dream city, perhaps an analogy to New Jerusalem of the apocalypse, in which the characters can enter only after a kind of initiation. This association seems to show that Henry had intuitively recognized this confrontation as something decisive for him. The charwoman in presley's play says that in the city they have promised me a room of my own there she will be self-reliant and independent as henry seeks to be if such a technically minded young man as henry is consciously to choose the way of psychic development he must be prepared for a reversal of his old attitudes therefore On the advice of the woman, he must start his climb from a different spot. Only then will it be possible for him to judge at what level he must deviate to reach the group, the other qualities of his psyche that he had left behind. He climbs a cogwheel railway track, a motif perhaps reflecting his technical education, and keeps to the right side of the track, which is the conscious side in the history of symbolism the right side generally represents the realm of consciousness the left the unconscious from the left little cars are coming down and in each a little man is hidden Henry is afraid that an unnoticed upward bound car might hit him from the rear His anxiety proves groundless, but it reveals that Henry is afraid of what, so to speak, lies behind his ego. In another of Henry's dreams, a doe appears, an image of shy femininity, as is the fawn in the painting. In the painting above, by the 19th century British artist Edwin Landseer. left the Greek maiden Danae Danae, who was impregnated by Zeus in the form of a shower of gold from a painting by the 16th century Flemish artist Jan Gossert, Gossert like Henry's dream this myth reflects the symbolism of the cloud burst as a sacred marriage between heaven and earth The bloated, blue-clothes men might symbolize sterile intellectual thoughts that are being brought down mechanically. Blue often denotes the function of thinking, thus the men might be symbols of ideas or attitudes that have died on the intellectual heights where the air is too thin. They could also represent lifeless inner parts of Henry's psyche. A comment on these men is made in the dream, it is said that they are dead, but Henry is alone, who makes the statement, it is a voice, and when a voice is heard in a dream, it is a most meaningful occurrence. Dr. Jung identified the appearance of a voice in dreams with an intervention of the self, it stands for a knowledge that has its roots in the collective fundamentals of the psyche, What the voice says cannot be disputed. The insight Henry has gained about the dead formulas to which he has been too committed marks a turning point in the dream. He has at last reached the right place for taking a new direction, to the right, the conscious direction, toward the conscious and the outer world. There he finds the people he left behind waiting for him and thus he can become conscious of previously unknown aspects of his personality. Since his ego has surmounted the dangers it confronted alone, an accomplishment that could make him more mature and stable, he can rejoin the group or collective and get shelter and food. Then comes the rain, a cloudburst that relaxes tension and makes the earth fertile. In mythology, rain was often thought to be a love union between heaven and earth. In the Elysian mysteries, for instance, after everything had been purified by water, the call went up to heaven, let it rain and down to earth, be fruitful, this was understood as a sacred marriage of the gods. In this way, rain can be said to represent a solution, in the literal sense of the word. Coming down, Henry again meets the collective values symbolized by the rucksack and motorcycle. He has passed through a phase in which he has strengthened his ego consciousness by proving he can hold his own and he he has a renewed need for social contact. However, he accepts the suggestion of his friends that he should wait and fetch his things the next morning. Thus he submits for the second time to advice that comes from elsewhere. The first time to the advice of the old woman, to a subjective power, the an archetypal figure. The second time to a collective pattern. With this step Henry has passed a milestone on the road to maturity. As an anticipation of the inner development that Henry could hope to achieve through analysis, his dream was extraordinarily promising. The conflicting opposites that kept Henry's sole intention were impressively symbolized. On the one hand, there was his conscious urge to ascend, and on the other, his tendency to passive contemplation. Also, the image of the pathetic young woman in her white robes, representing Henry's sensitive and romantic feelings, contrasts with the bloated corpses in blue suits representing his sterile intellectual world. However, to overcome these obstacles and bring about a balance between them would be possible for Henry only after the most severe trials. Thank you for listening.